What's up, everyone? Thanks for checking in uh, to our new segment called Extra. Extra is basically going to be like in the name Extra Content. I want to talk about comic books and I want to talk about all the characters that are in comic books. Which, unfortunately, we don't have enough time in our episodes to do so, so I created Extra. Today, it's going to be me. Tim. Every once in a while, we'll have uh, some thoughts with Marty, um, but mostly it might be might just be me. And today, I want to tackle and and talk a little bit about Superman. Superman. He's one of three of the big faces of DC Comics, like. Superman, even if you don't know comic books, people will know who Superman is. He's one of those iconic characters. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Superman made his first appearance in Action Comics number one. I'm telling you, if you can get yourself an original copy of Action Comics number one, you pretty much are set for a very very long time i want to say that thing might be worth up in the up upper millions superman was covered cover dated in june of 1938 and it was published april of 1938 he's the son of krypton that's where he was born he wasn't there very long but his father, Jor-El, sent him in uh, a spaceship to Earth right before the destruction of Krypton. Now, when Krypton exploded, not only did Superman head our way, but Kryptonite also flew with him in our direction i'm sure kryptonite went all over the universe um but it also shot out towards earth so earth unfortunately did get some kryptonite along with superman i'll get into kryptonite and all the different types of kryptonite in a minute but first we're talking right now a little bit about superman and his Kryptonian name, his birth name, is Kal-El. When he crash-landed in Kansas, Smallville, Kansas, he was found by Martha and Jonathan Kent. They took him in, they adopted him, they started to find out about his abilities, and they got very, very worried. I want to say... Jonathan thought they should get him looked at but Martha was worried that if somebody caught wind of his abilities they would take him in basically for science and just do all kinds of tests and that's an alternate reality to think about like what if that was the route and how would Superman turn out if that was the case that's something to think about there's all types of version versions about Superman that people often wonder 
you know, what would have happened if the Kents didn't find him. But Martha and Jonathan, they found him. They raised him good. They they taught him, you know, just because you have these godlike abilities doesn't mean you can just go around being a bully, taking what you want, doing what you want. You know, there's responsibilities that come with these powers and not a lot and and growing up he 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 uh struggled with that you know just because you know being a teenager being a kid he he understood right from wrong but sometimes you know he he dreaded having these powers because he couldn't be like a normal a normal kid he couldn't you know he couldn't join the football team he couldn't do basketball he couldn't you know he was also like afraid like he quite he didn't understand what he was going through um at all either very difficult and if you want and you're not a big reader yeah, I'm not a very, very big reader. I struggle to read sometimes, you know. Um, you can check out the TV show Smallville. Smallville uh, came on the CW, and I believe it's now on Hulu. You can catch all the all seasons of Smallville. Smallville takes place in Smallville, Kansas. Um, it shows you everything pretty much from his appearance on Earth him being found by the Kents and then it jumps to I want to say like in the middle of high school maybe freshmen they're freshmen in high school yeah it jumps to Clark's freshman year of high school and he's somewhat aware of his abilities he's not 100% sure where he's uh, where he's gotten these abilities from but I think it's that episode Jonathan finally tells him that yo dude you're an alien and Clark thinks he's joking around Jonathan takes him down to the barn where he has the spaceship he arrived in in the in the barn and shows him and pretty much from that moment on in the series Clark realizes that he's not from earth he knew he was adopted but not, you know, to this extreme. So Smallville pretty much tackles like Clark's growing up and he's he's going through these changes and and each episode is things are happening as he's developing through puberty and as he's going through through life and uh, each ability is starting to kick in and he's starting to struggle with his new abilities like um, his heat vision and his x-ray vision um, he starts getting stronger as the series goes on like he, when he finds out he's bulletproof he he's shot by a machine gun and he's got these welts all over him as if he was shot by a paintball gun you know he didn't realize he was bulletproof but until obviously after 
but like as of now like you don't see him getting any welts after being shot but you can see like you can see the development of of these abilities and i think that's a very cool take and a very cool uh a, a thing to witness so that's why i think smallville was so successful in the comic book world and that's why i loved smallville so if you haven't seen smallville i recommend it check it out um it's a very good guide it it, it touches base on another spin of how he meets Lois Lane. Um, again, it might be a little different from comic books, but you know, when it comes to film and TV, there's always a little bit of rewrites. There's always a little bit of changes and, and, and things just to, you know, make them work a little bit better on screen than they would be in comics. In comic books, man, there's no limit of, of what you can do. I mean, it. there's no limit. You can, heroes, they die, they come back, they die, they come back. You know, there's just cr crazy amount of things that can happen in comic books that wouldn't transfer over to the screen. So, you know, cut them a little bit of slack because if anything, it could make it better Sometimes seeing comic book accurate stuff on screen is, looks a little bit silly. Yes, we all love comic book ac uh, to be accurate to the, to the comic books to see them on screen, but sometimes it doesn't work. But, you know, he meets Lois Lane. Later on down the road, we all know they get married. They do have kids. Um, there is a, there is a movie, uh, another TV show, I want to say Superman and Lois on HBO it's also a very good show it's pretty much talking about Superman with Lois and they have twins and it's showing the struggle with the twins growing up and finding out their dad's Superman so there's that and what else let's see and with these great powers and with these great abilities, becoming a hero also comes with bad guys. And I want to say your most iconic bad guy for, for Superman. I have a, just a few here of his more traditional type of villains. Lex Luthor uh, first showed up in Action Comics number 23. Lex Luthor is also in Smallville. It's a very cool development in Smallville where hit where they first meet each other and they're they end up being friends for a good while and you know you start to see the the obsession with lex about this super ability person you know they don't say superman in smallville yet but there's this what they call him they call him the blur because when he's going moving so fast and cameras and stuff all you see is a blur so he developed this name the blur so Lex becomes obsessed. I don't want to give too much spoilers away of why he's obsessed, but Lex gets obsessed with the blur and starts digging and digging and digging. And when you're rich and you have this kind of power, your digging starts to become a little bit more successful. So it kind of starts 
Clark starts getting a little paranoid because of all the digging Lex is doing, and it's actually leading towards Clark that he's that Clark's the blur. So there's that uh, awkwardness and 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 development where you know you can slowly slowly start seeing the separation of the two once we're friends becoming the legendary uh, good guy, bad guy that we have today. Lex and the comics and there's also animated series and cartoons where Lex finds out uh, a way to go toe-to-toe with Superman. He develops this war suit that can go toe-to-toe with Superman you know it's got its its strength it has his agility the speed basically everything that Superman has Lex put into this horse suit and it's been proven successful uh, as far as I know you know it he uses it um, when he wants to you know beat on Superman the next little villain we have Brainiac Brainiac made his first appearance in Action Comics number 242 Brainiac's a little bit more I want to say a little bit more dangerous I mean they're all dangerous but you know he's a telepath he got telekinesis it's a supercomputer via android body this guy you know has got superhuman strength as well uh, durability He's uh, a foe that has also been tough on on Superman. Um, let's see who else? Uh, General Zod. General Zod's also a Kryptonian. You could check him out in Adventure Comics number two eighty three. He's a Kryptonian. Uh, basically, all the same powers as Superman. Um, and there's a lot of lot of history with Zod. Uh, and Superman it's it's a very very deep dive uh, I don't even think that I would have time to cover it right now in this segment but Zod is also a character I would like to do a little little deep dive on uh, so that way I can explain the history because Zod is is one of those one of those guys too that is very tough for Superman to to handle I picked in, in the list of bad guys that I've chosen have been the ones to be proven a little bit more difficult for Superman to take down. Um, the last one I want to talk to you about real quick before we move on is Doomsday. Doomsday is the one probably the most scariest. And I say one of the most scariest because I mean, there's tons of other villains that are, are freaky. But Doomsday is just a cold-blooded killer and anything in his path children women men grandmas nanas tatas anything this doomsday will just tear through uh doomsday made a cameo in superman the man of steel number 17 was he made a cameo appearance and then he made his full first appearance in superman the man of steel number 18 check that comic book out doomsday is a beast and this guy is gnarly um 
a little uh, a little bit about him is he's a prehistoric Kryptonian. Okay, so this thing is old, and when I say he's old, it's basically because he's immortal. Doomsday can be killed, yes, but he will come back from the dead. And the way he was killed, he will now be immune to that death. So, let's just say, this is you know, Superman breaks his neck. He's dead. Doomsday's dead. Doomsday will return from the dead. Now you can no longer break his neck. He evolved. He, he, he you know, so... It's always a new having to be on think on your toes ways to to defeat Doomsday start getting harder and harder and harder as the battles continue and go on. Doomsday, a quick description of him. He's this giant Goliath type beast with bone claws sticking out of his knuckles. He's got razor sharp bone teeth like he's this guy's got razor sharp bones sticking out of almost everywhere of it of this guy's body um he can penetrate superman with them he uh he doomsday is the one who killed superman i believe they killed each other in the process and of course it's comics guys so they both do come back um but the whole Doomsday and Superman is probably one of the most iconic battles in comic book history, in my opinion. You can like just see Superman actually getting tired, and like you have to put yourself in that situation. Like uh, we can't put ourselves in that situation, but like imagine you're you're running or you know you're jogging you're working out you you feel that point of like i can't do this anymore i need to stop i can't lift any more weights like my muscles they're shaking i'm tired i'm out of breath you know imagine all feeling imagine feeling that way fighting doomsday like you gotta like there's no stopping you have to push through and i'm pretty sure for for somebody like superman to feel that uh, to feel pain, to feel uh, exhaustion, and he's bleeding. It probably terrifying. It has to be terrifying to know that you're going to be on your way out if you don't do something drastic for to to defeat somebody like Doomsday. So that's Doomsday. I really recommend checking him out. He does make an appearance in Smallville, just so everybody knows. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is, let's see, there is a there, it, crypto. Crypto is a Kryptonian dog. Uh, you can check him out in Adventure Comics two ten. Um, he's got basically the powers of the kryptonian and there's comic books about crypto and the super pets um they do talk in the comic i don't know if humans can hear them talk but they talk to each other so there's um 
there's a lot of cool comic books and adventures about crypto and um, uh, the super pets. Um, I recommend checking out that. If you're a dog lover, crypto. If you're a dog lover and a comic book lover, crypto is the comic for you. But with Superman's amazing abilities and powers, he's got. Well, we talked about he has X-ray vision. He's got the heat vision. He has. Uh, he can. He can see uh, far away. He can see like super close, like like um, like a magnifying magnifying glass. He can he can see he can see far off, like a, like looking through a telescope. He's got superhuman strength. He can fly. He has ice. He has freeze breath. He also just by blowing and like uh, wind causing like a hurricane types of winds with with his powers he also does have some weaknesses you know a lot of people get upset with superman because he's this powerful being that can't be stopped but that's not so much really the case because he can be stopped as i was just talking to you about doomsday and there's also some things that Superman can't handle. Like for one, he can't be he, magic. Any types of magic is not. It, it does affect Superman. Like Shazam, Shazam is one of those guys. It's a good guy, but he can wallop all over Superman if he wanted to. I dare to say Superman isn't as strong as Shazam. I that's what I believe. But Shazam's another character to, to tackle on another episode. Um a couple other weaknesses Superman has is obviously Kryptonite. We'll get into the Kryptonites in a minute. Um the Red Sun. The Red Sun is the sun that they had a Krypton. It it that it it took away their powers. It did. Superman gains his power from our yellow sun, and the radiation our sun gives off is what gives Superman his his abilities. Every Kryptonian is born with this ability dormant. The red sun on their planet kept it dormant, but on Earth the yellow sun brings that power out. So the more he's exposed and the closer he's exposed to the sun, the stronger he'll get. Um, so the red sun, under the red sun, he'll lose his powers rapidly. He does have x-ray vision, but unfortunately he cannot see through lead. Lead is the one thing he cannot see through. There's these two other uh, abilities that were developed uh, later into the comic books I haven't personally seen so I'm going to go ahead and just, just put them out there the way that I've, I've uh, read about it um, he can he, he can cause this explosion from his body like a radiation atomic bomb 
and it drains all of his power all of his power he uses all of his his solar energy radiation energy and he he explodes it out he doesn't explode himself but it, it it explodes out of him causing this wave of an atomic bomb radiation but for 24 hours after doing that he's human like a normal guy and he needs that 24 hours that's how long it takes for him to absorb the sun to get uh, all of his abilities back. So there's that. Another ability that I don't think I've ever seen is that he uh, he can shoot a small version of himself out of his hand to where he can uh, and to where it has helped him against certain villains here and there. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. I want to say like. Maybe I have, but I thought that was kind of uh, something worth mentioning. Um, just a little fact, little, 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 little fact, no pun intended, about Superman's, uh, some of his weirdness abilities. Um, the Fortress of Solitude. Superman's Fortress of Solitude. And there's different versions. There's different ways that he's come across this fortress. Um, Smallville has a version. There's the, there's the movies. There's the animated series. And then there's the comic books. Um, I want to say either way, you know, we all know about Superman's Fortress of Solitude. The Fortress of Solitude is um, in the... Arctic, but as comics move on, uh, they have placed the fortress in other locations, like Antarctica, uh, even the Amazon rainforest. Um, it is a secret, obviously, hence solitude. You know, uh, not many have seen it or even know about it. Inside of his fortress, there's a statue of his birth parents. holding they they're standing together and they're holding the planet of krypton um the arctic fortress of solitude uh, contains uh was first created uh it, it was first created for a pulp hero named doc savage during the 1930s first appearance in doc savage in the 1930s and the 1940s it, uh, that's who they originally made this Fortress of Solitude for, was Doc Savage. Um, they had it in the Arctic. Um, Doc kept uh, dangerous weapons. He worked on, uh, he used it, he was working on, um, uh, like medical breakthroughs, uh, for, for people, um, and in and, and, and the golden that so that's where the fortress of solitude was originally created for in the comic books but in the golden age of superman uh he had no fortress 
but he had a mountain sanctuary. Uh, he was in a mountain range on the outskirts of Metropolis. He kept over he kept oversized tools in there for projects, and that's where he kind of kept his trophies. So Doc Savage had the fortress. Superman had a mountain sanctuary in the Golden Age. Now, like I said, things have changed. Things were developed. You know, there's different origins. You know, this is just a little bit of fact that I've come across. Okay, so in, in the Silver Age, the fortress was debuted in 1958. It was also located in the Arctic. It's It held a similar purpose as docks did. Um, it was built into uh, a steep cliff uh, and it wasn't very hidden like the Arctic location. It was in the Arctic, but it was in this, it was built into a steep cliff. And the entrance for this fortress was a big golden door. And in the golden door was obviously a giant keyhole. And in order to open the door, there was a giant key, a giant arrow shaped key that Superman just kept propped up against the cliff. Now, you needed the key to open the door, like we all do, but the only ones who were strong enough to lift this key were Kryptonians. So only Kryptonians were strong enough to get this key and put it in. But this key propped up against the cliff, it looked like some kind of landing strip. And there was one time where a helicopter flying by saw it and he followed it. And he ended up binding this fortress, which led Superman to having to make a cloak of of uh, invisibility type camo to hide the fortress even more more better. Which I don't know why he thought maybe you know a, a big giant gold door on the side of a cliff. You know, I mean, I guess people wouldn't be walking by on their way to Sprouts and you know see a door, but. I guess helicopters and planes would spot it. Inside of this, uh, inside of this um, fortress, he had, again, he had his trophies from his adventures and 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 uh, battles that he's won. He also had an alien zoo inside of the fortress. Um. He also had a giant steel diary that he used to write his memoirs on. He would use his finger to, to write into the steel or he would use his heat vision. Also in that uh, laboratory, also in the fortress, he had a lab uh, where he would work on, uh, on, a, on a defense uh, to kryptonite. Inside here, uh, he had a room. Inside he had rooms for like his super friends. He even had a room inside for his buddies and he even had a room inside the fortress for Clark Kent. He had this 
room to kind of uh, fool visitors to try to keep his, you know, his his secret identity safe. <clears throat> there was a lot of break-ins. Uh, a couple of of uh, villains that found the fortress and actually broke into the fortress were villains like Lex Luthor, Brainiac, uh, the Atomic Skull, um, among others. According to Action Comics uh, 261, Superman first tried putting his fortress in space. And then he even tried putting his fortress in the center of Earth before he settled in the Arctic. Um, additionally, Superman established an underwater fortress where he hollowed out of the side of uh, an undersea cliff. That fortress, he just held other weapons and he held stuff uh, that you know he might need to, uh, here, here and there. But after some time, he gave that fortress up. It is now used by merpeople of Atlantis as a show place and a tourist attraction. But uh, most, and, and, and most, but not all, of the fortresses are, are made out of a Kryptonian material called sunstone. So if you're wondering what these fortresses are are made out of it's it's this some of them are like again not all but most are made from sunstone it's a kryptonian metal so to close off this little rant i've been going on about superman uh we're going to talk about some of the kryptonites that aren't there's 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 ton there's there's a ton of there's a ton of kryptonite first of first and foremost we're all familiar with the green kryptonite the green kryptonite is your classes classic uh kryptonite it, it can weaken superman it can even kill him if exposed long enough they do come across this in smallville um you know Every Superman movie, cartoon, anything will show you green kryptonite. There's also red kryptonite. Red kryptonite, that will send a Kryptonian into these bizarre mood swings, um, kind of making them an asshole, if, in lack of better terms. Uh, it can also even cause mutation in a Kryptonian. Next, we have blue kryptonite. Blue kryptonite is basically green kryptonite for Bizarro. Bizarro is Superman's uncanny nemesis. Bizarro is another talk for another episode, but... Um, it can also strip a Kryptonian's power as long as they are exposed to it. Uh, so once this blue Kryptonite is out of sight or, or away from a Kryptonian, their powers will come back. 
it it won't get a Kryptonian sick or or hurt them. It just it takes their power, but it does hurt Bizarro, the same way Green Kryptonite will hurt Superman. <clears throat> Next we have White Kryptonite. White Kryptonite, harmless to Kryptonians, but it can kill all plant life. And, you know, that makes sense. I think that's why toilet paper is white. So stop wiping your butts because it's killing the rainforest. Uh, let's see. Next we have gold kryptonite. Gold kryptonite, some argue, is more dangerous than green kryptonite. Gold kryptonite. It will take a Kryptonian's power away forever. That's a bummer. It won't kill them, but there is the chance of being killed like a normal person now. So some argue gold kryptonite more dangerous than green kryptonite. I don't. I think they're both dangerous. <clears throat> Next on the list is silver kryptonite. Silver kryptonite is like cannabis to a Kryptonian. It messes with their mind. It kind of gets them a little hallucinating. It shows you fears. Um, fears and, and it, it can cause a Kryptonian to lose control of their abilities and forgetting their, their limits. And, and basically the most dangerous Kryptonian is one that does not know their own strength. So silver kryptonite's pretty dangerous, if you ask me. Now we come across X kryptonite. X kryptonite was made by Supergirl for, um, she was trying to create an antidote for green kryptonite. Obviously it was a no-go, but there was one side effect from X kryptonite and that was any life form that came across it got powers. Like in the process, Supergirl's cat touched it and got powers. So X kryptonite is something to look out there for. Now we got anti-kryptonite. Anti-kryptonite anti is harmless to Kryptonians, but it does hurt us humans. So it's kind of like a reverse. Black kryptonite is next. And I want to say it's one of my favorite kryptonites just because of the things that it does. It, um, it can split a kryptonian into two people, good and evil. Uh, in Smallville, they, they do... They do, in Smallville, they come across green kryptonite, obviously. They do come across red kryptonite, is a fun episode to watch. And they do come across blue kryptonite inside of Smallville. Um, that's a good episode to watch as well. And as memory hopefully serves me well, they do come across black kryptonite. And... He is split into two. And I want to say in Smallville, that's where Bizarro shows up. Don't really see much of him afterwards, but 
there was that episode where Black Kryptonite was exposed to Clark. They split. And then we had... They don't really say it. They tease it by saying a comment like, well, that was really bizarre. And at the end, it shows the evil version of Clark flying through the sky and his face cracks, giving him that bizarro look. And then like the episode's over. So Black Kryptonite's probably one of my most favorite ones to to read about. And now we have last but not least. Well, it's not last. There's still tons of other kryptonite out there. Orange kryptonite. Orange kryptonite can give animals powers or gives animal powers to Superman. I was a little... I've never heard of orange kryptonite before. Uh, as I was doing some research, I came across it. There was two, two different articles that showed me that orange kryptonite gave animals superpowers. And then I also came across one that gave, that says orange kryptonite gave Superman powers of an animal. So whatever be the case, um, that's orange kryptonite. There is a couple more out there that I didn't get a chance to get to. That's going to wrap it up for Superman. I hope I did it justice. Again, this segment is just like Strawberries and World episodes. It's raw. It's uncut. It's me just basically telling you what I know and the little bit of stuff that I researched. Um, now... I want to take a moment and just say, I know we have some listeners out there. Um, so please, please uh, hit us up on Instagram. Our Instagram, I'll say it again, is strawberries underscore werewolves underscore pod. Send us a, a DM. Uh, if you listen to the show, we, we want to know who's who's listening. We want to know what you guys think of the of the episodes. We really, really, really would like some feedback on the podcast so that way we can make it better for for everybody or if there's things that we need to approve on improve on sorry or you know we also will take requests you know give us uh give us a topic you would like to hear us talk about on strawberries and werewolves also i would really 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 appreciate if there's somebody listening who wants to give um give us a a character that they want us to cover and I'll do that on extra um there's no limit guys like hit us up tell us what you think I know we have listeners I know there's people listening so let me let me see what you got all right um that's gonna wrap it up for the first segment of extra the next one and the next one after I hope will be better this was my first one and I want to say thanks. Spread this podcast around. We need the help. And we'll check you guys out next time. Later.